Welcome to season two of the Unicorn Club Audio Journal podcast. I came to sit down, tribe. And you know what I did? I forgot my coffee. Today is uh, November 5th, 2020. To all of my day ones and to all of you who are new, welcome. God bless you. And I love you. I need you to gather yourself. Gather yourselves and come on in as this is a day that the Lord had made and we shall certainly be glad and rejoice in it. So I've got a very interesting topic that I want to discuss with you guys. And... Just let us get into it. Let's get into it. This podcast, um, this platform doesn't allow me to have much time. And I've got some things to say. So anyhow, listen, listen. Come on in. Gather yourselves. Listen to me. Listen, listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen, listen. So in the last two or three podcasts, I have been telling you guys how um, I just want adolescent adults to... Um, leave my life, um, stay away from me, and don't even enter going forward. Like, don't even enter my life, like, from this day forward. Like, I want adolescent adults to get something and, and just go away, you know? Like, I want them to, I don't care if it's my confidence, um, intimidates them and they just don't say anything, they just go away. I don't care if it's the light within me that God had given me just shines so bright that it exposes, you know, their secrets and whatever going on. I don't know. Just anything. So I just wanted to do some self-reflection and self-analysis to see what it is that I can do to get rid of these people who are left, the residuals, and to prevent new adolescent adults from coming into my life. So last night I was meditating, and this morning I had prayer, and then I got an answer. I got an answer. So let me give you some examples of what I mean. I don't want the antics and shenanigans of adolescent adult. I don't want them to take offense where none is due. And then they become tit-for-tat petty with me instead of, you know, coming to me and saying, hey, when you did this, it hurt my feelings. Nine times out of ten, the reason that their feelings is hurt is over something childish or something stupid. And I would say, okay, put your big girl panties on and, and live with it. Like, that's stupid. For your feelings to be hurt, go and do some soul searching and see why something so minuscule would hurt your feelings. Right? I don't want for these psychopaths to include me in things that I have no interest in. For example, one girl was, I'm going to say two of them, two girls were controlling their image, the image that they were portraying to the man to the men that they are with. In other words, pretending to be someone that they're really not. And so what they do is they use me as a prop in their show without my consent. 
and they think that I'm not aware of what they've done. You know, this is something that I've done before because I've watched people watch me. And the things that people see about me, they judge me off of that. And so being that <clears throat> I knew that's what people were doing, I would say little things like, and, and all I had to do was say it one time, oh, I'm going to go shopping at Nordstrom. Oh, I'm going to go take a weekend, you know, vacay. I'm going to go to the hair salon. This sort of thing. And it would completely change the image. I would use um, intellectual, intelligent words like nepotism and floored and vexed. Things like that. And people would say, oh, she's smart. And I only had to do it one time. And, but that was one thing. These two girls are manipulating the other person's mind. And they're including me into their antics and shenanigans, and I don't want to be a part of it. That's a negative experience, and I don't want to be part of a negative experience. Life comes with its own things, its own ups and downs. And so I don't want to have anything extra on my plate. I had another girl who recently tried to bamboozle her way into my home. And what I mean by that when I say bamboozled is she tried to, she's homeless, basically. She lives, I call her a gypsy. And so she goes from city to city, state to state, living with other people. And whatever situation she was recently in, she wasn't completely transparent about it. And she thought that I was going to accept it and she could just come into my home without me having full disclosure. It don't work like that. And so I did not allow her to come into my home because I knew that I was going to be stuck with her. I, I have a like decent home. You know, it's comfortable, it's peaceful, it's quiet, the energy is good. And people get comfortable when they come to my home. And they don't want to leave. They say the energy that they feel when they come to my home is, it feels like home. And I know that this woman, when she would have came to my house, she wouldn't have left out. It, I'd have had to drag her out. Like, when are you going to get your own place? When are you going to stop picking and choosing about what type of job you want? You Certain things you just don't qualify for. When are you going to go to school? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? You need to get out. You have to make enough money to pay rent, pay all your bills, and still eat and have transportation and so forth and so on. And you can't do that with temporary jobs that don't pay much. So I'd have been stuck with her. But had I had not been thinking, I wouldn't have had full disclosure as to what I'm really getting myself into. What am I signing up for? I'd have been stuck and I'd have been mad. Again, another psychopath, <clears throat> excuse me, included me in something that I don't want to be in. That I had another girl call me and tell me how um, I had did a video about um, my experience with voting. And I shared that with you guys. And for whatever reason, she showed her man this video. And I'm like, 
I don't even know why you decided to show him who I was, but just know that I don't want to meet him. And I don't want to meet him because I heard him twice and he sounded very abusive. And I'm not a fan of abuse. I never will be. I'll never accept it. So I don't know what she thinks she's going to include me in, but I, I just want to, I want people when they make their selfish decisions to leave me out of it. But only adolescent adults do these dysfunctional backwards things. Then I got the other girl with her fiancé, and her fiancé, I discovered he, on the low, he really liked me. If he could have sex with me and her, he would. And if I said, oh, you know, I had sex with your man, he would say, no, I didn't. And she would drop me as a friend and keep him. He know what he doing. I think he's a nasty bastard. I do. And so he does things. He does negative things. He, well, he says negative things for my attention but that's not how you communicate with somebody when you want their attention you don't insult them you don't insult their intelligence you don't call out everything you realize and notice and that's childish it's petty it's egotistical why would you do that why would you do that all for my attention then I got the old biddy who's like almost 90 years old doing petty things for my attention and it doesn't and she's been carrying on for months tribe months you would think that by me not giving her my attention that it would take the fun out of her pettiness it, it, she still keeps going she is relentless so it's like all these different people with all these different personalities and all these different battle wounds and they're bringing it all on my plate like, without even asking me if I want their food on my plate. They're not thinking about if I want their peas and their corn and their carrots and their asparagus on my plate. They just put it there. They all, all want, I want her plate. So they just put their damn vegetables on my plate. I don't want it. They didn't ask. They don't care. All they know is what they want from me. And they think of ways on how to get it which is dysfunctional, disrespectful, abusive, blatant no regard, and no respect to my boundaries. So I have begun to get frustrated with them. And I'm like, deja vu from 2019. I was surrounded by these psychopaths who were like the Israelites going around in the wilderness in circles for 40 years. The same thing is happening in 2020. Why? So I had to do some soul searching within myself. I had to do some meditation. I had to do some prayer because we need to figure this one out. And this morning I got an answer. Then I got people thinking that I owe them something. Oh, no, you sh she's naive. Anything I do for anyone is out of the kindness of my heart and I don't expect anything in return. I know that God will take care of me. That's my reward, if I want to be rewarded. But other people, you know, they do things and they have a hidden agenda behind it. They want something in return. And these people are too old to be, this capacity of thinking, they're too old for it. The majority of the people that I speak to are older than me. They're in their 50s.
mid to late 50s, and I'm in my early 40s. You would think that they formed basic social skills and relevant communication skills, but they have not. The same way women treat men, they treat me. The same way women communicate with their daughters, they communicate with me that way. The same way my male friends think of the women that, that reject them is the same way that they treat me. And I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. This, this, is, this is not what we're going to do. Because I'm completely different by far. If you listen to me talk, you know I'm completely different by far. If my actions spoke, you would know I'm completely different by far. So how is it these grown people struggle with deductive skills? When I had my prayer this morning, I got revelation of these things. One girl, the reason why she's she throws indirect hints and she's well, the first thing is she throws indirect indirect hints. And the reason for that is because she doesn't say what she needs to say to her mother. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a text message. You know, some people, they don't just put things in one text. You get like 10 text messages. <laughs> um, yeah, so she doesn't say what she needs to say to her mother about how she feels concerning the things that she experienced or, or, or missed out on, you know, with a mother-daughter relationship. So because she don't say it, and but she loves her mother. She actually likes her mother, even though her mother has severely bad parenting skills. And so it's the same way with me. She treats me the way that she treats her mother. Petty, tit for tat, not saying anything, indirect hints and innuendos and this sort of thing. This is what she does. But the revelation that I got this morning is that it's not her fault. For me to not take offense where none is due. She doesn't realize that her, the way that she communicates with her mother is the way that she communicates with me. The other girl that tried to bamboozle her way into my home and and try to keep everything a secret like she needed to be completely transparent with me and even when I spoke to her um, after everything was said and done I think I spoke to her on Tuesday and today's Thursday she still wasn't completely transparent with me and I am as harmless as you know a butterfly I'm not one to take the information that people give to me and hold it against them or throw it back in their face or use it to manipulate them. Manipulation, first of all, has an expiration date. 
God always reveals what a person is doing eventually, which is why manipulation has an expiration date. Nobody likes how it feels to be manipulated, but people can dish it out, but they can't take it. They can manipulate other people, but they don't want to be manipulated. So, but I'm just saying that I'm not that type of woman. So, her inability to be transparent had absolutely nothing to do with me. I was not supposed to take offense where none was due. She has a slew of traumatic experiences between being the trauma from being divorced, the traumas that happened with the marriage, the heartbreak from her children, uh, you know, fighting for her life and not, not making it anywhere. And she's dyslexic, so she's not that great of a communicator to begin with. And so it's not her fault that she lacks the communication skills that she needs to communicate with me. She wants to be around me. She wants to feel safe and secure. She wants to have stability. And she knows that I can provide her with these things. In her mind, it would be temporary. But realistically, it would be long term. I got another friend who bashes women. Every year around the same time, he's been doing it for about seven to eight years now. Now, partially this is my fault because when we first met and he was saying the things that he was saying about women, I understood it because I experienced it. Women have always treated me as if I was the man and they were the women. And I had, they, they wanted me to do certain things to earn them, to prove myself to them without asking me if I even wanted to, without asking me, would my life include doing that for them? It was like we were in a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship that I never approved of. I'm not bisexual. I'm not gay. How did I get into this to begin with? It was because these women saw that I can do things for them that they couldn't do for themselves. I can help them out with their children and fill in where they needed the help with their children. I had minds first. They knew that. They knew I had experience. And they admired that. And they wanted my help. The way that they went about it was dysfunctional and backwards and just asinine. The revelation that I got this morning, the first part is that my purpose in life is to bring adolescent adults to a place of adult maturity. That's my purpose. To bring adolescent adults into a place of maturity. Adult maturity. Adults in their thinking. To help them make better decisions for themselves. And whatever else comes along with that. 
This is why I'm always surrounded by these people. I need to teach them that their insecurities is what causes their feelings to be hurt or for them to be offended. When people are tit for tat with me, it's because I hurt their feelings or I made them mad, not knowing that I hurt their feelings or made them mad because they get mad and their feelings are hurt about stupid shit. I personally wouldn't be mad about stupid shit. Childish things I would not get mad about. It would roll off of my shoulders. And so I have to point out to them, yeah, that only hurts your feelings because of your own insecurities. But that's your own insecurities. That don't mean for you to go and sting somebody for them being themselves. They didn't even know that that was your insecurity. And you just applied the situation to yourself. Your feelings got hurt and then you stung them. There was no offense for you to take. None was due. But yet you stung them. So I have to teach people to stop doing that. I have people who get their pride. Their pride triggers them into doing mean things to other people. Their pride triggers them into manipulating other people and I have to say to them stop doing that because you're only doing it because just because you're mad you didn't get your way you're not a child so an adult temper tantrum is a tit for tat a manipulation that's adult temper tantrum when you're doing something mean to someone just because you didn't get your way that's an adult temper tantrum when you're being a nuisance to someone just because you didn't get your way with them, that's an adult temper tantrum. So you need to think about what it was that you didn't get from either of your parents or both of your parents that when you were a child that caused you to have your child temper tantrum when you were a child. And you need to let it go. Accept that it is what it is. You can't change the past. There's nothing that you can do about it. It happened. Accept it, acknowledge it, and let it go. Then and only then will you stop having adult temper tantrums. And so this is my purpose in life. These people... They really want a piece of me. They really want to be around me. They really want to interact with me. They really want me to acknowledge them, what they're doing, their success, whatever it is that they got going on. Hey, you're doing a good job. Like they're a kid. They want my attention. This is what they want from me. But the way that they go about it, again, is dysfunctional. It's disrespectful. 
It's backwards and it's asinine. And so it was like a light bulb had just turned on. Because they're really not trying to harm me. They're really not trying to frustrate me. They just don't know how to go about getting my attention in an adult, mature way. For me, it's really quite simple. If I am missing a friend, I say, hey, I haven't spoken to my friend in a while. I just want to hear my friend. And I do this with my pastor. Let me use my pastor. I do this with my pastor sometimes. I miss my pastor. And have spoken to my pastor or seen my pastor. I call my pastor or I send my pastor a text. And I say, I love you. Just cross my mind. I love you. And I go and my pastor responds to me. You know, and then I'm like satisfied. And then I go on about my business. It's really simple. Sometimes I be like, oh, I just want to talk to my mom. And I just call my mom. And I just say, what you doing? Okay, and what night I was just calling you. Because I just wanted to talk to my mom. I didn't want anything. It's really quite simple. Sometimes I want to talk to my friend because she's like non judgmental, you know? And I call her and I say, I don't want anything. I'm just being nosy. What you doing? Okay. Oh, I'm just being nosy. I don't want anything. You know, just say that. That's it. It's quite simple. But for some freaking reason, people don't want to do that. They'd rather play games instead. So, now that I've got that answer, um, like yesterday when I did my, my audio journal, I, I told you guys I wasn't mad at anyone. And I'm really not. Now I'm really, really not mad at anyone. I'm not. However, I do want the dysfunction to stop. Like, and so I'm going to have to tell these people, when you want my attention, just say so. Don't sit and wait for me to reach out to you first. Because I'm busy, like literally. Between working, between my online business, between um, my prerequisite courses for the nursing degree program, you know, there are things I need to do daily. I cook and clean and do laundry, pay bills, go to the laundry. You know, I, I need a rest. I need to think. I need to have my prayer, my meditation, and my affirmations. All these things that, you know, I, and then I'm dating on top of it. And then I have to spend time with God. Even if I just give God five minutes, I'm happy. And so, I'm going to have to let these people know, like, don't wait for me to contact you. Like, reach out. Initiate. Don't be so prideful to where you can't initiate. Like, I'm not going to be arrogant because, you know, you just want to be around me. If you want to spend the day around me, just ask me what am I doing over the weekend. If I feel like being bothered, I'll let you know. Seriously, because sometimes I need my me time and I need to digress. I don't want to be bothered. But I'll still make time. It's really quite simple. Sometimes people 
you know, they be agitated, they have anxieties, they feel depressed, so forth and so on. And I'll speak to them. And within a half hour, 45 minutes, I hear them exhale. And then, you know, I can feel that they feel better just by talking about, just by talking to me. Some people will like go out shopping and we'll go for a walk. We may go to just one store. We'll go for a walk, you know. Walking consists of walking to the store. (laughs) Whatever, you know, store we're going to, whether it's the Old Navy, whatever. And they feel better. So I don't mind. Needless to say, I don't mind giving people, you know, my time, my energy, my attention. As long as it's in a positive way. If it's in a dysfunctional, backwards, manipulating, cunning you try to be slick, but you ain't sliding way. You're not going to get anywhere with me. You knock, I'm going buck. Doesn't, that, that doesn't help them when they want something from me. So, there's a psychology term, terminology. And it's called affective disorder. You can research it if you want to. And so, the name of this podcast is... is Affective disorder. Because the things that people do, you know, is is rooted in traumatic experiences, um, you know, bad communication skills, uh, immaturity, um, these sorts of things. And so they don't know the correct way to go about doing certain things. And then when they do something negative and it works, they just continue on with doing it. And I personally am not going to be entrapped by no succubus spirit. Sorry. I said it, I'm going to say it again. I personally will not be entrapped by a succubus spirit. You can Google it. Affective disorder. The disturbances that occur in a person's mood are grouped under a common term, affective disorders. The term was replaced by mood disorder since the former explains about the external reflection of expressions caused by the underlying emotional disturbances, aka traumatic experiences. Mood disorder, however, reflects the mental or emotional state of a person in an exact manner. Affective disorder. You can research it. And so these are the, this is the thing that a lot of people deal with and they don't realize it. They deal with affective disorder. So anyhow, cousins, I hope that you learned much and gleaned much from me. If if anything that I've said reminds you of you, you've got some changing to do. You've got some changing to do, and it's for your own good. It's for the betterment of yourself. You should want to live, you know, a happy and peaceful lifestyle. 
as much as possible because there are some things that just are out of our control and we just can't do anything about it. But then there are things that are within our control and the things that are within your control is yourself. It's yourself. You can't control anybody else, but you can control yourself. So I want you to work on that. Um, if what I said hurt, just say, ouch, you know, and just be a better you tomorrow than you are today. You know, implement some things, make some changes. And uh, just so you know, old habit patterns will fight tooth and nail to stay. And what I mean by that is when you try to change, you will, <clears throat> when you try to get rid of, when you try to let go of baggage, that's what I want to say. When you try to let go of baggage and you want to throw that out, that baggage will come back and test you through different people and different scenarios. It'll be the same principle. Just different people in different scenarios. And you must fight for your life so that you can let that baggage go. Old habit patterns will fight tooth and nail to stay. Shalom.